0: Jeez. recorded live hi this is Gabriella with Soaring Eagle Ministries and I just want to share today what's really on my heart I just want to welcome everyone that is listening to this recording or on here a life um, this is an amazing day I, the topic is the days of all but also to discover and awaken to the gentle heart of the father The Lord has really been doing a work in me since last year, probably October or September 2015, about the gentle heart of the Father, how gentle, you know, it just comes like a gentle rain, And I wanted to be awakened to that reality of who the Father is in my life, how gentle, the gentle side of the Father. Because, you know, it is, there's justice, he's the God of justice but he also is a God of gentleness. And there's times when we need the gentle touch of the father. For instance, when a baby is born, it doesn't need to come into a harsh world. It needs to come into the gentleness of a father and a mother and to be gently... uh, guided into what they're called to do and why they're here and gently just be celebrated actually and welcomed into this world. So there's a part of the gentle heart of the father that a lot of people that are grown up in religion and a lot of do's and don'ts and they have an understanding of God that he is harsh all the time um it's especially for those you know it's also healing it's it's about living a conscious to be awakened to to have our subconscious awakened and that we live conscious life lives which really is that we intentionally living that we know every moment of our life that we can be part of god's kingdom we are part of god's kingdom and i believe it's so important to know where we are with the father and how much he loves us and that the love of god keeps me and the love of god casts out all fear and shame and guilt that there is a shifting and a changing because sometimes our subconscious you know our memories that we have from way back when the Lord releases us from all trauma and all negative things, negative emotions that are attached to memories, and God is able to just wipe that all out. hallelujah. so I just want to kind of come from that standpoint and let's look at the gentleness of our Father and be at all you know the days of all. I just, I'm amazed by him when I'm at all. I'm really amazed by him, how amazing he is, and how he is fulfilling things in my life, and how he is just gently leading me. You know, the enemy is driving, the enemy always wants to drive us to do and to and just be behind us and drive us and and wants us to strive. But the Holy Spirit is always leading. He's always leading and guiding us. The Father is leading and guiding us with one eye upon us at all times. So, Father, I just thank you right now that we understand more about the gentleness of God and that we walk in that gentleness, Father, and that it is the goodness of God that leads to repentance and that we can also mimic and and portray the gentleness of God, yet not take away from sometimes the severity of God. But, Father, I just thank you that you are a righteous God, and I thank you that you are the amazing father that knows all and knows best and that we can lean upon you. We can lean upon the chest of Jesus Christ. We can lean upon your chest, the Almighty, Al Shaddai, the all prested one. Al Shaddai. We just come to Al Shaddai to the to the loving and gentle God. And our Father, I thank you for a revelation knowledge that we are awakening to you spiritually, that our uh, souls are are being restored and healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to um, start about this, uh, start in Philippians 4 5. And it says, Let your gentleness, which also means graciousness, be known to all men. The Lord is at hand and then in verse 6 it says be anxious for nothing but with in everything with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving make your requests known to god and the peace of god that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in christ jesus so know that if you understand the gentleness of God, you will also let your gentleness be known to all men, because you have received the gentleness of God. And this will really tell us that the Lord is at hand, and that we do not have to be anxious about everything, anything. (laughs) We don't have to be anxious about anything <laughs> you know no fear no, none of that no shame no guilt because we understand the gentleness of god and we portray that to the world so when i'm you know how how are you not anxious if anxiousness comes or fear he asks us that to give this you know to in everything give, make supplications pray to god already giving him thanks for the answer, because you know the answer is coming. That is a certainty. And then the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Again, that's the peace of God. And if we have the peace of God, we can understand situations round about us completely different. We can see things completely different because when we're at peace, when we're in the rest of God, we enter into his rest. You know, we don't have to make things happen anymore, but we enter into his rest. We ask him for help. And then we have the peace of God because we can already be thankful about what's going to happen because it's in his hands. And that peace, you know, the people that are peaceful are actually powerful. It's the peaceful people that bring peace to situations when there is chaos around us. Amen? But also when you're peaceful, when you're a peacemaker, And God wants us to be a peacemaker, but first we have to be at peace with our creator and be at peace inside of us and no more turmoil. Because when we're still in turmoil and and then that, you know, the fear of God brings actually peace, you know, because we know who he is. And that peace of God will transport into all of the situations around about us. And when I'm a peacemaker, first sometimes I have to deal with the issues and, and take out and uproot the things that are not of God in life and situations. And, and then when all of these are uprooted, things that are not of God are uprooted, like fear and shame in people, then the the peace can come, you know, then God can plant. We can plant, be planted like the trees of righteousness, the oaks of righteousness that are planted beside the waters, beside the river of God. And then we are just oaks of righteousness, standing tall, standing strong, not being moved. And the Bible talks about the palm tree You know, the palm tree goes deep, the roots go deep, 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 and that's how our roots go deeply into the Father, deeply we're abiding in Christ, so we're abiding deeply by our roots into him. So... That causes us, when the storms come, we can stay strong. You know, we may bend a little bit like a palm tree, but we can bend because we have a strong foundation built on Christ Jesus. Amen? And that strong foundation will keep us. It's not that we built our house on the sand. We have built our house on a strong foundation, on the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God will never pass away. The kingdom of God will never be in struggle. The kingdom of God is there to stay, and it will increase. So we have a sure foundation in Christ Jesus on the kingdom of God. Amen? So we know and we can be awakened to him and he gives us everything that we require. You can get up in the morning before you even get out of the bed. You can tell yourself, I have everything I need today because I have the incorruptible seed of Jesus Christ in me. Whoa! Everything that you need is supplied in him. Everything that you ever could desire is in him. In him I live and move and have my being. In Jesus Christ I I am made whole and I am holy as he is holy and I'm walking this out and we want to be intertwined with him. I mean so close to his heart, so close to the breath of the Almighty that continuously he is breathing fresh life into us. Continuously we can dip into the river and receive a refreshing in him. Let's go into Colossians 3 12 to 17. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get the Colossians. Uh. Okay. Colossians 3, starting in verse 12. This is the char- character of the new man, because in him we're new, we're renewed. Uh, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Amen. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Hallelujah. He is the bread of life. He is the river of life. So we can let his word, the word of Christ, just rich be, dwell in you richly. There's a richness. There's an awe of God. There's, again, the peace of God. You know, let be tender mercies. Let the tender mercies, let his kindness, his humility, his meekness, just be present in your life. And that is that comes through the gentleness of God. When you understand and you're thankful for who he is in your life, you can be thankful for whatever he's bringing. You know, I love how Pastor Paul said in the book of Philippians, he said, I'm content in all state, if I'm abased or abound, you know. He knew that he could do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens him. And that is the strength that comes when we walk in awe of God, and when we walk in the gentleness of God, when we receive his gentle reign and the love of God. And and I, I love how it says in, um. let's see, in verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Hallelujah. And it says about in 14, but above all these things, put on love. Put on love. And it's the love of God. And you can really only put on that love. You've already been given love because, you know, the love of God is shed apart in your heart by the Holy Spirit, but then you want to increase in His love as you are conscious about the love of God at all times. You're rooted and grounded in His love and nothing can take you away or destroy the love of God. You're so strengthened in the love of God, and you put on the love of God, which is the bond of perfection. It carries you into the perfection of God. So I just want you to um, focus on these scriptures, maybe in the days to come, you know, take them and meditate them, ponder on these scriptures. Let them become alive in you as you're focusing on the love of God, as you're focusing on His gentleness and releasing that in every opportunity. God will give you ample opportunities every day to put on love instead of the harshness <laughs> or the religion and And you know we do need the Holy Spirit to move, and I know there there's times where we need to exhort and we need to comfort, but also to edify but also bring correction, but again. Even the correction has to be done out of the love of God. Amen? There is correction, and the correction is the love of God, because we are his dear children, and he will correct his children. If not, we're not really his children. But if a father loves his children, he will also correct them. He will discipline them. So this is something to enjoy as well. I enjoy the discipline of God. I enjoy the the correction that he gives me because I thank him I said wow I never knew this is what I am supposed to do so I thank you for your correction today because now I know what to do and I want to do it so I don't get upset because I welcome it and I'm thankful for a heavenly father that wants to give me direction and guidance at all times all right so, I just want to tap into also a little bit of uh, Matthew 25, 1 to 13. And I'm not going to read the whole scripture right now. Um, did I say Matthew 25, 1 to 13? I guess I did. <laughs> I was wondering if I said 26. But Matthew 25, 1 through 13. And this is the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. And, you know, I liken that unto this, what I'm talking about this morning. Because if I'm wise, I want correction. If I'm wise, a wise virgin, I have my lamps trimmed and burning, you know, the lamp that God has given me. And that my light is steady. My light never goes out. I never hide it under a bushel. But I let his light shine because he is the light of the world and so am I. I am the salt of the earth and I'm the light of the world because he is the light of the world. So I want this light to be shining forth. I want my lamp to be burning And I want my lamp to be trimmed and ready at any time, because you know, we know Jesus Christ can actually come at any time. We do not know the time. Only the Father knows the time. Not even the Son knows the time when He's supposed to return. So I'm always one to be ready. I know that we probably have more time. Because of the end time harvest, that's just my idea. But you know, I still want to be ready if he comes back at any time, if he's calling me any time. So there's a readiness. I need to be dressed in readiness, like it says in Luke twelve thirty five, and keep my lamps lit. So that dressed in readiness is to be dressed and we put on love and we dressed in it. We literally wear it. It's like part of us. It has become a reality in our life to walk in that readiness, to walk in the love of God, to walk in that gentleness and that loving kindness and be ready and look and be focused. My focus is on the Lord. My focus is what He's doing every minute of my life. And I'm conscious about the life that is within me. You know, Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. Jesus Christ in us is the hope of glory. So I'm conscious about this. I'm living intentionally every moment. And I mean that is a process. It's a process. Sometimes I have to stop myself and go, what are you thinking about right now? What are you focusing on right now? This is not what I want to focus on. This is not sowing into the the eternal, you know, I don't want to sow into the temporal stuff, <laughs> you know, the, the fleshy, the carnal stuff, because that does not bring about eternity um, or the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I am looking for the eternity, eternal things, you know, so into the spirit, which will bring life for eternity. So I stop myself and uh, refocus. You may want to read Matthew 25, 1 to 13 as well, and just focus again on what the wise virgins did versus the foolish ones. Because we want to be wise. And I have some questions in reference to that you may want to write down and you can always listen to this recording again if you don't get all of um, the questions that I'm going to ask you. Uh, But, you know, just take some time out and let the Lord minister to you as you're asking these questions. You know, really see where you're at. The first one is what are the privileges of being alive at this time and know, ask yourself that why am I here right now and what is the privilege to be alive right now? you know you could journal your thoughts every day you could take this every day for a while and you know you could journal them write them down your thoughts and the revelations and how you can the privileges of being alive in this time, what does that mean to you? The second is, you know, talk, talk about the opportunities of being alive at this time, you know? Maybe talk to that to some some family member or maybe to your best friend, to your husband, your spouse, your, you know, to your children. You know, talk about it. Share about what the Lord has showed you. Share about the revelation you had. You know, you may even share it to a stranger. I don't know. (laughs) You may strike up a conversation somewhere. I did yesterday. It It was amazing what the Holy Spirit brought out during a conversation I had with a stranger. But when we left and said goodbye to each other, we weren't strangers anymore. Okay, just a thought. <laughs> okay, the third one. You know, read Matthew 25, 1 to 13. And, you know, I asked you to already do that. And talk about the believer's responsibility of being alive at this time. And I believe this is utterly important. You know, And write it down, but then talk about it. Don't just keep it to yourself. Again, talk about it. You know, take maybe specifics in that uh, scripture in Matthew 25. Take specific areas and talk about them. Read, read it. Journal it. Get revelation from the Lord and then talk about it. And then, you know, the ver- what does it mean? You know, ask yourself what does it mean to keep my lamps trimmed and burning. That what I was talking about earlier out of Luke twelve thirty five. Be dressed in readiness. Wow. Be ready be ready in season and out of season. You know, always be able to give an account for what you're believing. You know, to give an account to talk about what you're really believing. Be ready, but also be dressed in readiness to see Jesus at any moment. You know, and keep your lamps lit. Do not let that lamp go out. Do not let that fervency be be um, be aglow and burning in the spirit. It says in Romans uh, fifteen. I'm not sure where it is. In the amplified, but you know, keep your keep yourself aglow and burning in the spirit. <laughs> Woo! just talking about that <laughs> gives me a foo and just a, a fanning to flames inside of me <laughs> keep it a glow and burning keep it glow and burning in the holy ghost <laughs> be be just fired up in the holy ghost you know stir up the gifts in you this morning today whenever you're listening and tonight whenever you're listening to it keep it burning keep it lit keep be, be dressed in readiness <laughs> he may be coming any moment but he may just call on you any moment to give an account to what is really within you the incorruptible seed of Jesus Christ and I just want to leave that with you you know and one more thought God doesn't move a parked car <laughs> so sometimes you know when I say talk about it Move out in it. That means, you know, you're just moving out on it. Don't just keep your car parked. <laughs> put it in, don't, you know, don't go in the reverse, but put it in drive. Go forward. Go forward in what he has for you and be encouraged today. Love you. Bye.